Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's worth while endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever, you little piss baby. Oh? I'm your host, Luke Levin. And alongside me, as always, is a guy who talks a lot of big game for someone with such a small truck. It's Kevin Connor. What's up, Kev? What the fuck is going on? Piss baby. I do drive a small, like an escape, which is technically a small truck. So that's I didn't mean to drag your dirty laundry out here in front of everyone. No, you got a small ass truck, motherfucker. I, I, you're not wrong about that front, and maybe (laughs) you're right about everything. I don't know. I wish I had conceived of this idea of what I just said to you, but unfortunately, that uh, credit goes to Laura Less from 100 Gex. That's from Money Machine. Oh, uh, a Gex bit. Reference. I a see. A Gex bit. <laughs> there you go. Um, yes, and uh, for the uninitiated, uh, 100 Gex is the duo of Laura Less and Dylan Brady. Uh, they are hyper pop pioneers, true musical innovators. You can spot them a mile away with their bleach blonde long hair. They look like clones of each other, kind of. And uh, they kind of did the Lucius model where they have the same hair, which I love. I love when a band like they just go to like changing their whole vibe <laughs> to bring this band to life. That's and, what we're uh, doing, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why we both uh, have just like brown hair, white dude brown hair beard, and beards, glasses. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's we're doing a thing. We've always been doing a thing. I always right. thought we were doing a thing. Um, but this band, One Hundred Gex, they have shared the stage with the likes of Nine Inch Nails and My Chemical Romance, and soon we'll share a bill with the amazing Fever Ray. Uh, they released their debut album. A Thousand Gex in 2019, and then the remix album in 2020, 1000 Gex and the Tree of Clues, featured the likes of A.G. Cook, Rico Nasty, Charlie XCX, and Cara Cara Bonito. Those three are all on one song together. Amazing. And then the patron saints of uh, Kevin Connors' heart, Fall Out Boy is also on that album. Yes. Uh, They they also did a uh, Linkin Park remix, which is great. Um, and they did a collaboration with Skrillex, which was on an EP they put out last year, which is super good. And, you know, you can't put their music in any one box. They pull elements from pop punk, metal, ska, hip hop, 8-bit, other various alternative and electronic subgenres to create a singular, unpredictable, maximalist sound that does not miss. And uh, in the intro... You know, I was quoting Money Machine, and that was the first song I heard of theirs, and it was sent to me by a publicist, and I unfairly dismissed them. I did listen to it a lot, because I think even back then, on some level, I knew I liked it, but I was like, this is so goofy, Um, but that's, like, what it's all about, you know? And now I love it a lot. Uh, When I checked out their new album, 10,000 Gex, I uh, checked my perspective. And I went in with a much more open mind, and this duo won me over from the start. 
This album currently holds the number one spot on my best albums of the year list. Whoa. Yep. I have been listening to it nonstop. I'm obsessed. Uh, I've since gone back and consumed all of their other music, their first EP, and then those other two albums I mentioned, the first album and the remix. And I made a best of playlist, which you can find on our Spotify Luke, profile. I have a very important question. Yeah. Are you are you resequencing again? I have not yet. Okay. And honestly, I don't even know how I could with this one. It's I, it's already We listen. Just we perfect. all we all love you. We all care about you. Twenty twenty one was a was sure. a rough year of a lot of resequencing. <laughs> we just want to make sure you're not falling no, into the No, I don't old think habits. I'm resequencing yet, but uh, I will say that I feel like I have a similar obsession with Gex right now than I did to Baby Keem in oh, 2021, okay. where we're going to listen to this song, Dumbest Girl Alive. And uh, like this album, there's 10 songs. There really is no way of telling what the next song holds. You got to listen mm-hmm. to all of them. And because granted, have you listened I, to the whole no, album? No, I knew you were playing this, so I wanted to I wanted to come in fresh. So have you heard nothing of this new I, album? I listened, no, not of this new album. I've, I've heard okay. the previous album. Okay, so you're I, aware. Good. I, I saved um, myself for podcast. I'm excited for you to hear this opening track. Uh, I think it's an absolute banger of an opening track. And uh, Laura Les comes in swinging with this opening verse. And the production just takes you on a Ferris wheel of dizzying and delightful sounds. So, Kev, brace yourself for geckage. Here's 100 gecks with Dumbest Girl Alive.
I'm gonna give that a 100 out of 100 Gex diggity dog. Yeah, uh, Luke, you... I don't know if you know this about me, uh, but the song sold me in the first 20 seconds because it featured the deep note from the THX intro, which yes. I have yes. such a fond affinity for, like, home audio entertainment and encoding and, like, reproduction. Uh, so, like, I was like, fuck yeah. This could be a minute and a half of dog shit afterwards and I'd be into it because that was such a yeah. good intro. But uh, luckily right. for all of us, it was very good. That song's very uh, awesome. I'm bummed I had to stop listening to it yes. because I want to hear the rest of the album. I see it's only 26 minutes long, so I'm going to give it a spin uh, oh, yeah. very, very quickly. It's it's so good. Uh, like I mean, like I said, every song's like different. Frog on the floor is like literally, it's like a story about a frog. Um, but it reminds me of like architecture in Helsinki or like the unicorns, like those just like mm-hmm. goofy indie songs. So it's like you got that going on. But then there's songs where they rock out, like we just heard. Uh, you got some of their signature like hyper pop songs, yeah. you know, that are a little more electronic and poppy, which I also love that sound so they but even everything yeah when it goes great. down to like the staccato guitar it's like very yeah. very cool the I, acoustic and in the video like dylan's playing the acoustic guitar it reminds me of welcome home by coheed and cambria yeah the acoustic, like intro of that mm-hmm. you know they're pulling from all that stuff that we love kev so yeah i feel like they they really brought out some more of that like Alt-Rock, I feel like. That's present on the first album, too, but I feel like it's a lot more apparent here, and I feel like you'll especially really dig this new album as well. Um, And the name origin is, like, they've never really given a straight answer, and I love that. I hope they never do. Um, But the first EP does have a picture of Gex 64 on it, like the Gecko who's, like, James Bond. And so I'm hoping and think that maybe it has something to do with like 64 Gex and then they got 100 Gex. Did I send uh, you that, that I love thing? It. The exponential you, you de- Gex increase? Yeah. yeah. Kevin sent me a very funny TikTok about like if it was 1,000 Gex and then now it's 10,000 Gex, like exponentially it'll reach like 5 billion Gex or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was so super that's funny. That's what we have to look forward to is just more and more Gex. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, you know, I've recently been talking about how the thing I value the most in music is surprises and Gex has that 10,000 times over. Uh, they really are making the most fun and interesting music you could ask for. So that was a hundred Gex with dumbest girl alive. And that is from 10,000 Gex out now on dog show records slash Atlantic records. And Hey, they're coming to Royal Oak music theater I'm very excited, and maybe are you gonna go? Because I, I that's kind of want to. I, I need feel to look like at that the date, but intense. Yes, I I would love to see what their. I read today their first show was in Minecraft. That was their first concert, <laughs> and now they're touring the world, baby. There's huge shows in Fortnite like every year. That's I, amazing. Yeah, it's it's something. Hey, I've, you know, like you gotta take gigs where you can get them. That's as valid as any other gig. Luke, I'm bringing a seminal podcast favorite today. Oh, shit. Album just came out, just like 100 Gex. I, here's here's my issue. There isn't a 100 Gex album, so the fact that it's the band There's 100. There's an EP. Oh, shit. Okay. See, I, I'm, not, there you no, go. I'm not knowledgeable on the Gex. Um, 
whatever. I'm just gonna call this a hundred <laughs> gex three. One ten thousand gex. There you go. Anyway, seminal podcast favorite. Uh, I just you know what? It's unknown mortal orchestra. Uh, our fave. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, he just put out a brand new album. Uh, v. Yes. I don't know if it's supposed to be five. Probably, probably or v, either or way. V? I don't know. But Maybe it's based on I that love show. The album cover about the way. lizard people. Do you remember oh, this? Is that a show? It, it was a it was a show and then a failed reboot in like the mid two thousand tens when everything was getting rebooted on TV. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there were lizard people invading the country. It was, it was fun. Whatever. An immortal orchestra is back, um, and that is, of course, the project from Ruben Nielsen, uh, who was inspired by West Coast album-oriented rock, classic hits, weirdo pop, and Hawaiian hapaheo music, uh, with his sharpest awesome. ever ear for making it umo. He says. Ruben evokes blue skies, beachside cocktail bars, and hotel pools without ever turning a blind eye to the darkness that lurks below perfect, pristine surfaces. Yes. Uh, So this is the first double album in his discography, and uh, it makes a strong case as a sun-bleached masterpiece. Um, Essentially, what uh, this is, it is a breakthrough work from a mid-career artist who is total control of his creative powers, um, like some of the greats. Uh, Prince's 1999 was was entered into the uh, the conversation, which I feel like you know, Luke, you know, Prince hit his like stride on that right. one, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that's where we're at with an immortal orchestra. It's about this album's about having fun while making music and the art that transcends clout and currency. Uh, so let's just give a listen to Unknown Mortal Orchestra with Meshuga.
Gotta give that a lordy, lordy, berry, yordy. Let's go. Um, which, Kev, I think it's lighter later now, so you can't, you might not be able to tell, but oh, I, see. I turned on. Those, those lights I've, be dazzling. Yeah, it's my party light. It's my color-changing light bulb, which I don't think I've ever mentioned. It's called, I in the app, I it titled it Luke's Party Starter. And, uh, you know, that party just got started here in my office. And I love it because we got Gex just coming in, bang, bang, bang. And then we got like a nice expansive groove um, from Unknown Mortal Orchestra. And I didn't know you were bringing this today. And I'm so excited because I uh, listened to most of this album, but I want to spend a lot more time with it because yeah, it. Um, I love that life. I love Layla. This song is amazing as well. So... Yeah, I just love the sound that he's created. Uh, very vibey, uh, but still like a lot of different, a lot of different shades of it. A lot of surprises as well. Um, like that song definitely goes in places I don't expect it to go. So, uh, yeah. yeah, love what he's doing. I'm a I'm a huge fan. I think it's five. Looking at his discography, yeah. uh, he's got two, which came out in 2013. Right. So and then he's on album five. Or six? It's it's definitely the sixth one, but I think 2018's I See a One Hanoi maybe doesn't. Maybe, maybe it's a, a mixtape It's an EP. Yeah I, yeah, I think it's five. So this is number five. Not that three. Works. It's not a show about lizard people. One person out there is like, what I are you talking about? The lizard person <laughs> show. I'm going to find it, Luke. Why gonna... V? What does that have to do with I lizards? don't know. V TV show. L? It's uh, Earth has its I first mean, encounter with an I extraterrestrial race, calling itself the Visitors. Ha! Oh, I stand corrected. Yeah, just like the Vampire Weekend song. Uh, 2009, two seasons longer than I thought, but uh, wow. this podcast isn't about the short-lived <laughs> ABC drama V. It is about music. Although, check back with us next week. We may have pivoted. <laughs> Lucas binged all two seasons. <laughs> Um, that was Unknown Mortal Orchestra with Mashuga from from Five. Now out now on Jag Jaguar. Kev, I am so excited to play this next song. You know, on- twice now this song has like inched after the song we've been listening to. Uh, like I just heard like a snippet. Yeah, and both times I've been like, "What's going on there?" And I've had to stop. <laughs> so I'm very excited. So you heard a glimpse of this song that we're about to listen to. But a measure, but still. But a measure. Yes. Well, let me get you a little more excited. Uh, This comes from an artist who has worked with gorillas, uh, provided music for the Baby Driver soundtrack, and has toured with the likes of Radiohead, Beastie Boys, Tribe Called Quest, and DJ Shadow. This is Kid Koala, Kev. Are you familiar? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, you are good. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if you would be. Um, it's but... a name that's been around like a lot in the yeah. last uh, maybe decade. Um, oh, twenty in, years, over in, twenty years. At this okay, point. even longer in features in in other stuff like that. So yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm. It's it's definitely ringing a bell. Uh, which this is the musical project of Canadian artist Eric San, and he did the turntable work on the first Gorillas album. So. Back wow. before they were the gorillas we knew. Yeah, it's amazing. And I actually uh, have an interview in the works with Kid Koala. So I uh, am super excited to 
get his answers back and get that up on off shelf so everybody can read it. But uh, I first heard Kid Koala. It was the song Fender Bender on the Canadian radio station that I got. And it's uh, just it was super interesting sound with a turntable just making an innovative and engrossing turntable creation. And that's what he's been doing for over two decades now. And on his new album, Creatures of the Late Afternoon, he takes that style to new heights. And the turntable's always present, but as an accent, uh, Eric creates this rich soundscape, and he played 26 different instruments to accomplish it on this Holy album. Holy shit. Yeah, it's insane. And, like not really checking in with his music for a while. I was like, holy shit, this sound that he's created is so amazing. And like, you can still 100% hear his creative voice in it, but it's just expanded so much to feature all these other sounds. It just is such an amazing album. His best work yet. If I, I don't, I haven't heard every single album, but I'm going to say that now. Um, and the vinyl's gatefold sleeve also serves as the game board for the record's accompanying board game. Uh, what? Which, yeah, it's so cool. You got to look this thing up. And I'm working on getting us a copy so we can play it on the show, Kev. Uh, but it's awesome. And Eric also did the art for the game. It's about a cast of characters who band together through the power of music to save their habitat from destruction. So... That sounds amazing. Who wouldn't want to play that? I can't wait. Um, And he's released four singles from the album, and each song has a different vibe from the others. We're going to listen to definitely the biggest banger of the bunch, in my opinion. Uh, So let's get into it. Here's Kid Koala featuring Leilani with Things Are Gonna Change.
not only a hot diggity dog, of course. I'm about to bestow what might honestly be my highest honor I can give to a song. Uh, I want this to be featured in either a racing or snowboarding or skateboarding video game that I play often and has an influential yes. taste on my music. Wow. Because, like, I've spoken before how, like... Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be on this podcast if it wasn't for Burnout Three Takedown or like Amped Three or Tony Hawk right. Pro Skater. And that's, this that's very high praise coming from you. Yeah, this would be so fun to like go down yeah. a mountain on a snowboard to. For sure. uh, not in real life because I snowboard. I, I, <laughs> I went on a snowboard once and I've never been in more pain in my life uh, from falling so many times. But <laughs> virtually. Super yeah. chats. Would love to listen to this while I did it. Um, that ruled. I'm really excited. Uh, I want to hear more of this album. I want to listen to the singles. Uh, I'm I'm glad that you've kind of flagged Kid Koala because yeah. he has been someone I've known about for a long time. But I don't know that I would have gone out of my way to listen to any of his solo stuff until now. Hey, by the way, Kev, he did additional game music for Riders Republic, which is on I did see that, Ubisoft, which is so uh, a bike riding game yeah so you're not far um, off <laughs> yeah um yeah and i feel like uh kid koala would appreciate that because he's clearly a gamer himself but yeah i'm super excited about this new album and the board game uh i think it's his best work yet and i'm super excited for everyone else to hear it because i got my sneaky little hands on it first but as we just Ooh. heard there it's uh just like turntable music unlike you've ever heard it and uh that's what he delivers on all of these 20 tracks. So that was Kid Koala with Things Are Gonna Change featuring Leilani from Creatures of the Late Afternoon. And that is out April 14th on Envision Records. And hey, I'm going to have an interview on Off Shelf with him coming soon. I feel as though we are going through a mid-2000s, like, not renaissance, but... Yes. Throwback period. Yep. It was bound to um, happen. The cycles. That, that's yeah. how the world works. Two of my favorite albums this year are Paramore and Fall Out Boy. <laughs> uh, which I I can't say isn't a first. Um, but it's been a minute since that was the case. Uh, we're, yeah. we're like, we're throwing back a lot. Like... <laughs> I was just checking the playlist to be like, is Kevin about to play a follow-up play song? Holy shit. Oh, no, no, no. Is I'm this going to be like a Gax reunion? <laughs> if, if I had follow-up boy to play in the podcast, it wouldn't take this long for you to You're know right. That would be I would have told you to shut the fuck up and play Fall Out Boy. <laughs> but hey, tell me to shut the fuck up and tell me what you're about to play. <laughs> yeah, Luke, uh, shut the fuck up. And I'm going to play uh, one of the bands we've featured recently on the podcast. And that's Braids. Yes. Um, you were a big fan of the track. I've been listening to a ton of their stuff in anticipation of their new album. Um, and I was really excited about this new release. So much so that, like, had to run it back, play them again. Uh, their album, Euphoric Recall, is due out April 28th. And uh, it's two two songs in a year, like, good enough for me. Because I, uh, not enough for me. Yeah. Because I'm really digging it. It's so good. Uh Formed in 2007 in Alberta, Canada, Braids have solidified a decade-long reputation for their musical ingenuity and established, and established themselves as one of Canada's most acclaimed art rock bands. 
With Raphael Sandal Preston's vocals as the pillar of the sound, Braids weave organic and electronic elements together amidst a lyrical landscape that is intimate, explosive, and emotionally immersive. Uh, this track I'll be playing today is a bubbling anthem of a symphonic shoegates. Ooh. Uh, a celebration of seeing new possibilities in the eyes of a lover, acknowledging past loss with a new state of heart that's been opened and filled. Okay. Having said all that, let's give it a listen. This is Braids with Apple. I hear 
Gotta give that a lordy, lordy, Barry Gordy. Let's go. Lordy, lordy, Brady, baby. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with you playing them twice. I love that song. It's uh, got such an epic like synth rise there. Yeah. And I love the spend all my money on you part. So catchy and gets stuck in my head. Uh, and I love it. I feel like this is the sound that I uh, loved from Braids back in the day. What got me into them. That sort of like quiet wobbly sort of piano sound it's just so unique and uh like warm and inviting and i just want to listen to it all day so yeah yeah go ahead keep playing songs from braids i'll approve it i uh, i feel like the last song i brought evolution was like very much more like for me uh and this yeah. one was absolutely like your speed your jam yeah. so we every everyone's covered on this album uh, i'm really looking forward to it and Luke, it's less than a month away. We're at the end of March. I'm very excited. Q1 is over. Oh, Q2, baby. Yeah. Um, that was Braids with Apple from Euphoric Recall out April 28th, 2023 via Secret City Records. All right. Well, I played a song from Kid Koala, who I'm interviewing, and now I'm going to play a song from someone else I interviewed way back in 2020. When shit was crazy, and uh, I was at home in my apartment in Detroit and talked to this fine gentleman who was doing a similar thing, because um, that's all we could do. And uh, this is La Priest. This is the musical project of Sam Dust, uh, which he was also in the duo Soft Hair with Conan Moccasin, which is super good. Um, I was thinking like for fans of unknown mortal orchestra i feel like la priest is right in that same vein he has such a great like bouncy moody funky trippy sound that is so unique and engrossing he even created this whole like machine for his last album gene which like he the machine was called gene you probably remember yeah. this this might ring a bell Kev. i talked the about machine it named then. gene i was like oh the yeah. machine named gene yeah and so he's always just innovating coming up with unique sounds we're gonna take a listen to the single it's you uh from his new album faze luna which is out may 5th and uh kev i think i'm gonna need you to watch uh this video <laughs> this uh, song okay because i love this song i've like been spinning it constantly it's super catchy um the video is very sweet but also disgusting and oh. but just beautifully made it has to do with the woman who falls in love with like a mold man i you know but what you know what i'm looking at the thumbnail luke and i'm intrigued <laughs> yeah so um Let's watch this together. And hey, the listener at home, if you want to join us, 
Uh, go watch the La Priest video for It's You, and you'll be in for a good time. So here we go. Let's take a listen to La Priest with It's You.
gonna give that a hot diggity dog. Uh, yeah, adorable, yet disgusting. Uh, the the shot that really is gonna haunt me for the rest of my days is the profile shot in the bathroom. Yeah, where yeah, like it I emerges uh, from the side, and that was as she coaxes him out of the toilet. Oh, oh boy. Um, I love that she ends up with a mold baby, baby at the end. And then it makes no sense, and I love it. I I am a huge fan. I uh, I like that. That's just a super great funny. music video. Like, yeah, it's not ultra high budget. It's not super no. polished, but it like it does so much for the song. Yeah, um, I'm, strong concept. Yeah, love it. Um, but yeah, how about that song? Great sound. Love those ooey gooey guitar tones yeah. and it's always just funky and just a great sound to sink into and sam said i want to give people a feeling that they're free when they listen to it it's not bringing you back to reality it's escapism and hey i'll say that we just escaped for about four minutes into a disgusting yet delightful little love story <laughs> of a woman who cleans an office or something falling in love with some sort of mold man underneath in the pipes. So Ain't that how there it goes? You go. <laughs> so that was La Priest with It's You from Faze Luna. And that is out May 5th via Domino. Luke, uh, this this final track we're bringing today is very special. Um, I think it'll be very apparent why in a minute. V is an American science fiction drama television series that ran for two seasons on ABC. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong mm. tab. Oh, wait. <laughs> Let me... Excuse me. That's incredibly unprofessional of me, and I uh, I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> Andy Darling is the musical project of Michigan-based pianist, singer-songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist Luke LeBen. That's me. That is you, Luke. Uh, I'm very excited and proud to play a song from your debut EP today, <gasps> uh, the Snowfall EP. The Snowfall Suite EP, excuse me. Yes. Um... Which, listen, I'll, I'm going to do a, a little intro, but then I want to hear your thoughts on things. Um, okay. So you wrote this in 2021 in the thick of Michigan winter. Yeah. Um, and then didn't record until a year later in winter 2022. And I know yep. you've spoken a lot about your life in the last year and the influences a lot of things had on yourself. But yeah. I uh, was curious as to what it's like to revisit something that you've put to paper that you've conceptualized and then revisited as a totally new person. Yeah. So it's interesting because I've done that. I've written over like 50 songs over the years, but it's taken me a long time to get around to actually recording them. So, you know, when I wrote it, I was, it was like all my other music. I was overthinking it and not putting it out, but still just writing stuff and uh, when we moved into our house, my wife and I, a couple years ago, I really fell in love with the piano again just because I had the space and the, like, I have my office down here. I can just come play piano. And that's when I wrote the first movement on the EP, which is the first song. And uh, so I was, like, not sure what I was going to do with that song. I wrote these lyrics for it, which is Formula Second Movement. Um and was gonna do it but then i was like you know i really like that first song i wrote just piano so then i uh just from there it just grew and then i sort of present this where i was at mentally in that uh when i first wrote it which was 
like you said, I was going through a tough time and with the pressure of my day job and like really just a lot of regret and fear about not pursuing my dream of music. And so I almost, it became a little painful to almost play music. And, uh, so I cut myself off from that and some other things that I love. And so, uh, yeah, it took some time and some work to get back on track, like you said, and, uh, music was definitely a part of that healing and writing these songs became like a purpose and perfecting them and getting them, uh, out there into the world, uh, was definitely like a huge step forward for me. Um, but I, I really like, it's, it's funny, like when I'm with these being instrumental, three of the songs are instrumental. Mm -hmm. And so anyone can draw their own interpretation. And so it's cool because the last song, Snowfall Sweet, second movement, which I think might be my favorite song, actually. Um, I, the way I play it, I play the same thing three times and then the last time is sort of the way it's supposed to go. And so that was sort of my like meaning of like persistence and like keeping going even when it's hard and though things didn't work out in the past. And then my cousin Brian like pulled a whole other interpretation about like that being sort of me like pulling myself out of my snowstorm and funk. And so it's like I, I just was cool to get it out there and to see other interpretations and yeah, it's very special to me, and uh, we're going to listen to the single version of Formula, which is basically a, a sort of condensed version of the first two tracks. It's the only song with any vocals on it, and uh, yeah, it's definitely one that's very special to me, and I appreciate you playing it, Kev. I'm really excited to. Let's give a listen to Indie Darling with Formula. This is a best song ever first. I'm gonna hot diggity dog myself. Oh. Uh, well done. Beautiful song. The EP is Thank you. in itself beautiful. Really enjoyed it. Happy to be a proud digital owner of uh, of that oh. via Bandcamp. The yep. link will be in the show notes. Yep. Uh, 
you got to do that because you're going to do the show notes, but promote yourself. Um, But Um, a a fantastic track. Thanks. Uh, Yeah, like we talked about, this really means a lot to me to just get this debut EP out. And hey, it's just the first brick laid. Uh, I'm already working on the next stuff and I'm super excited to get that out as well. So more to come. Fantastic. That was Indie Darling with Formula. Out now on all digital streaming platforms. All right. Well, we got one thing left to do, and that's talk about the new Music Friday releases that we're excited for in Shouts. We got some big ones this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Boy Genius, the record. Can't Going to be awesome. Uh, love yeah. Boy Genius. Fan of all three of those artists and the group as a whole. Um, the, the indie kids are going to be all over this one. Yep, which, hey, Indie Darling, I uh, put on my Indie Darling inspiration playlist, Lucy Dacus, Strange Torpedo, because she's definitely been an influence on me. So, nice, excited for this record, for sure. Uh, one of my favorites, Tyler the Creator, with Call Me If You Get Lost, The Estate Sale. Yes. Maybe uh, some remixes, some B-sides, yeah, always excited for like some that. new Tyler. Uh, how did that album hit you, Luke? We, we talked about Tyler a lot before it came out, but I don't think we ever really reviewed it. Oh, that one was great. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that was. I think I liked that one more than Igor, even. Okay, see, um, I think it it nestles like right about middle of the road for me. Uh, probably. I really. Oh, you go ahead. Probably beneath Flower Boy and Igor, but those two albums like okay. are some of my favorites. So yeah. that's that's hard to beat. I mean, Flower Boy's all time for me, but uh, I really love the whole aesthetic and like the live yeah. stuff he's been doing is super cool. So I like uh, Call Me If You Get Lost a lot. Yeah, me too. Uh, the New Pornographers with Continue as a Guest. We've all yes. hit that option before when you just don't <laughs> know your password. Yep. And uh, the Hold Study with The Price of Progress, those guys have been doing Very so cool. much music in... Over the years, Luke, you played Craig Finn on the podcast yep. before. Uh, excited to check that one out. Yeah. All right. Well, I got a handful here. I'm excited for this one. Alton Goon, uh, Ask. And this is a band from Amsterdam that does, like, Turkish rock and folk. And, again, fans of Unknown Mortal Orchestra and La Priest, I feel like, will dig their music. They got some funky vibes but then also with this like turkish rock influence as well which adds an interesting flavor so excited for that one a lot they're a super cool band and their last album i was just listening to it today it's awesome it's very psychedelic and just like good music to vibe to uh then we got the great singer songwriter damien gerardo with sometimes you hurt the ones you hate um love love a lot of his music so good to see a new one from him barry Great artists have played on this podcast before with 5K EP, which has been a good year for EPs. I feel like I've got a lot of them in my list. So excited for five new songs from Barry. It's always good. And then uh, the Zombies with Different Game. This is the 60s psych rock band, uh, you know, that gave us Time and Season and other, I think, Summertime and other great hits. So many time related songs. There you go. Um, and, uh, yeah, so whatever members are still doing it, they got a new album out, so check that out. We got to talk about our three daddies. 
We're Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com, check out all the great stuff over there. And hey, go to planetant.com slash best song ever and join our Discord channel because this Friday, this day you're hearing this, uh, pop on over to our Discord. We're having a monthly music recap listening party all day. Be spinning our monthly music recap playlist, all the music that came out this month that uh, if you didn't have a chance to keep up on it, we got you covered. We got everything. Um, I'm building a beast of a playlist, and it's it's got so much good stuff on it. So I'm excited. I'll be there. Yeah, for sure. And we talked about, you can follow me at Indie Darling Music. If you want to hear some music that's wildly different from the Snowfall Suite, check out my mandolin cover of 100 Gex song, Stupid Horse. And that's going to do it for us this week. I'm Luke LeBen, as always, saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever. Keep on gecking. Well, it's the best song ever. Not a podcast better. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.